1: What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Farmers at Farmers. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player to help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com.
7: We are Farmers.
8: Bum,
1: Hey, a special shout out, special shout out to our newest affiliate. That's in Charlotte, North Carolina on both 94 7 FM and 1660 AM. We are live from 3 to 6 Eastern Time. Thanks to my man, Jack Daniel, for having us. Uh, shout out. Oh, no. Shout out to Jack Daniel. See what I did there? Yes, I see what I did there. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. The New England Patriots are Super Bowl champions and they do not have the best players in the NFL what they have is the best team and team is 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 a is a a loaded statement right team is a loaded statement were they a little bit lucky sure do they play in a division where there was no other playoff team absolutely but 9 Super Bowls in 18 years is ridiculous. Six Super Bowl, excuse me, yeah, six Super Bowl wins is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And if you think about it, they lost two Super Bowls on crazy, crazy plays. Right? David Tyree and and the catch against his helmet and Wes Welker dropping a ball, which wasn't a perfectly thrown ball, but he could have had. And, And Eli Manning had to lead his team on a remarkable drive. And then last year's Super Bowl, they didn't punt. And even though the Eagles racked up yard after yard, touchdown after touchdown, Tom Brady still had the ball down five, chance to drive down and win the game before he misread coverage and fumbled the football. So they've lost three Super Bowls that they could have won. Sure, they've won a couple Super Bowls they could have lost. That is generally the way it works. But what an incredible performance from top to bottom. And Tom Brady wasn't great. I'm not even sure he was good. He was great when he was needed. A couple of key throws. Of course, he found Julian Edelman, who was the MVP. And I'll, I'll tell you later why Julian Edelman is the perfect Patriot MVP. Found Rob Gronkowski deep down the sideline. Incredibly thrown football. But generally missed guys. Threw some ducks. Threw an interception. Fumbled the football. Like, that was not a virtuoso. Matter of fact, this one, like I told you it would, resembled the first Patriots Super Bowl win. Where Brady was, was the quarterback, but was not the reason that they won. It was the defense. It was the coaching. It was the rattling of the other team's quarterback. Hell, if you want to get an MVP, give an MVP to Jared Goff. His performance was so bad... Missing a wide-open wide receiver on explosive play in the end zone. Throwing an untimely pick in the fourth quarter. Jared Goff was so bad, he could have been carried off the field. He could have been given the MVP. He gave the Patriots the best chance to win. Take a listen to Bill Belichick talk about his team and how they evolved during the season.
9: We tried to correct uh, some of the things that we did wrong. Obviously, the 15 penalties at Pittsburgh, it's you not know, going to win many games doing that. These guys, um, they're competitors, and when things don't go well, they take it hard, and, but they have a resolve to come back and try to fix it and get it right and get it better. You know, We had a couple stretches like that where we really none of us felt good about where we were, but, but we just kept grinding, kept plugging away, and things got better.
1: Dwayne Bowe told Peter King, One of the things Bill Belichick preaches, Dwayne Allen said, is he wants smart, tough, disciplined, unselfish football team that performs well under pressure, and that's what we did tonight. Last year, I sat in this exact same chair in this exact same show, and then I went on for the entire summer preaching that Bill Belichick knew exactly what he was doing not playing Malcolm Butler. Many in the football world could not believe how could you not play Malcolm Butler in his last game in the Patriots uniform? Keeping in mind that Malcolm Butler had won him a Super Bowl by reading a play and making an incredible interception against Russell Wilson. Remember that one? But the context of it was Malcolm Butler had played terribly in the playoffs, had played poorly in the regular season, and had missed the team playing because he was in the hospital with an undisclosed illness. Bill Belichick can only win a game. A coach can only win a game. He can only play you if he can trust you. I tell this to college athletes all the time. Like, look, you do understand your grades and your ability to stay eligible is about building trust with your head coach. Like, what does that have to do with it? Well, look, I got to trust that you're going to be eligible second semester before I put plays in for you or schemes in for what we're going to run, run for our team. I'm not going to put him in for the first semester, and then second semester when we get to conference play or the NCAA tournament. You're not eligible to play. Can't do it. Bill Belichick won yesterday's game last Super Bowl Sunday when he drew a line in the sand and said, I would rather play Patrick Chung at cornerback, even at safety, even if he gets beat, because at least he's where he's supposed to be. At least I know he's done the homework. He may lack the ability, but it'll be exactly where he's supposed to be. Because they're tough, they're smart, they're disciplined, they're unselfish, and they perform well under pressure. That was a coaching win. That was a team win. That was doing just enough on offense and completely rattling a young quarterback. And in some levels, a, a young coach. And can we put an APB out on Todd Gurley because no one has seen or heard hide or hair from him in weeks? But one of the things that, but one of the things that happens in team sports in one and done scenarios is oftentimes we don't get the best team. We don't. And you could sit here and tell me that, and I said yesterday, you know, D. Ford screwed this whole thing up because we might have had a shootout if we had Rams Chiefs Part Two. But the truth is that even though the Patriots might probably shouldn't have been there because if D. Ford wasn't offsides, you could have said the exact same thing about the Rams, and the Rams looked like a team that didn't belong. They looked like a quarterback who had a, co- a, co- a me a team that had a quarterback who the moment was too big for. But I'm okay with the Patriots playing the underdog card. Belichick himself said there were times this year where they weren't okay with, they weren't good with where they were. It's fair to say there are questions about their skill position players. Between, you know, between not having an outside the numbers wide receiver, a defense that lacks star power. Hell, how about the fact they didn't have a pass rush all year long until they get to the playoffs. Now, all of a sudden, they got an unbelievable pass rush. If you don't think coaching matters, then you shouldn't watch the Super Bowl again. Because that was a virtuoso. And the, in the amazing the, the how the world comes full circle, that's what Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win was like. And I, I thought that's, you know, it's not going to be his last, his thirst and need to keep winning, which I, I'm fine with, but it's going to get harder and harder and harder. But man, was that great. So oftentimes the best teams don't win and the, the chiefs nearly beat them, but the Patriots became the best team in football because team starts with coach, goes down to coordinator, it goes to quarterback and leadership on defense and to middle linebacker and doing whatever it takes to win that game and not carrying agendas, not worry about carries or catches or anything other than do we have enough points to have one more point than the opposition? And the Patriots did that three consecutive weeks against three teams that you would pick the individual talent at the same positions more than you would pick the Patriots individual talent. Eight seven seven nine nine on fox is, in fact, the phone number. At Gottlieb Show is the Twitter handle. Drew Bledsoe is going to join us uh, upcoming in one hour. We're also going to take you to Boston and get reaction. Will Rob Gronkowski come back? We'll take you to L.A., where the Rams, who went all in on a Super Bowl, have to have a little bit of buyer's remorse, not just on and Sue, And I thought Marcus Peters played well. I thought Akib Tlaib played well. But slot corner becomes a really important position against the Patriots. And then what do they do with Goff? Can Goff evolve from this? Or is he a guy who he's good to appoint? Michael Lombardi joins the show upcoming next. He was in the front office for two Patriots Super Bowls. Is this the best coaching job that Bill Belichick has ever done? Don't be that guy in the room with the long, sloppy-looking, untucked shirts. Untucked shirts are made to fall at a perfect length. Go to untucked.com and see for yourself why GQ called them perfection. Use the promo code DOUG, get 20% off all purchases at untucked.com. Also, we got a new Anthony Davis news, some new teams that could potentially be in. The Lakers have called with a new offer. we got a lot to get to as the trade deadline is quickly approaching. All right, but Michael Lombardi upcoming next, the 1st. Hey, Valentine's Day, guys, is 10 days away. And while you're searching for the perfect gift, how about one that's perfection for you and for her? It's Sherry's Berries with, digni- with their signature dipped strawberries. Um, they're dipped in milk, dark, or white chocolatey goodness for any discerning palate. She'll fall in love with every bite. They're topped with decadent chocolate chips, heart and glitter-shaped sprinkles, Always fresh, always tasty, always worth the wait, and 100% guarantee on Sherry's Berries. 100% guaranteed. They ship anywhere nationally, and Valentine's, of course, is just 10 days away. So send her the gift of her dreams at the price of your dreams. Just $19.99 plus shipping and handling. And you get a dozen red roses for just $19.99 more. Ship with your Sherry's Berries at no extra charge. So go to berries, B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone, enter the code DOUG, D-O-U-G, at checkout. That's berries.com. Click on the microphone, enter the code DOUG today. Be sure
10: to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. The Big Take
4: from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe
2: Anyone can win. Relationships matter. And only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
11: From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are
8: farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
18: Underwritten by farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
10: This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. TrueCar shows what other people paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Michael Lombardi is a former general manager in the NFL. His new book is called Gridiron Genius, a master class in winning championships and building dynasties in the NFL. It's, It's on sale now. He joins us. This is the day after the Patriots won another Super Bowl. He was part of the Patriots when they won two Super Bowls. If I were to say this was Bill Belichick's best coaching job, would you agree or disagree?
19: Oh, I would completely agree. I mean, I think he's taken a team that he improved every single week. You know, week 14 of the season, Brock misses the tackle. They lose to Miami. Ryan Tannehill has a 155 quarterback rating, throws for 260 yards, and they lose in Miami. And then he comes back and holds the 11th most explosive offense in NFL history to three points. Yeah, I would say it's by far his best coaching job.
1: Um, I thought they completely rattled Goff, and he didn't know what he was looking at, and that's why he was late on so many throws. Um but, I, but the way to rattle them is not just with the coverage. It's with generating a pass rush. Michael, am I wrong? But there was a good portion of the season where they had no pass rush. What did he do to change it?
19: Well, I think if you look at the playoffs, I think they they really orchestrated their pass rush tied to their coverage. The only way to stop a good offense is by coordinating your pass rush, and that's what they did. They got into the paint, which is the area from, if you look at the free-throw line, you know, you're a basketball guy, Doug. The, the, the rim to the free-throw line is called the paint in basketball. Well, it's called the paint in football, too. And it, whenever you get into that area, Goff had problems, and Goff really, when he sees color coming towards him in the middle of the pocket, he's going to throw the ball sooner than he wants, like he did on the Gilmore interception, and he's going to get rid of it, and he's not going to be accurate. Look, the the reality of the Rams have been, as good as they have been under under Sean McVay, is they've been a play-action pass team all the way. They have been a play-action pass team all the way, and you know when they have to go to a drop-back passing game, they're not going to be as productive. So I think it's pretty clear what Belichick did was coordinate the rush, make golf in his face, double double the receivers, double Woods, and take uh, and take Cooks out of the game.
1: What happened to Todd Gurley?
19: I can't answer that. I have no idea. I mean he's the highest paid player on the team. He's the best player on the team. He's the straw that stirs their drink and yet for some reason he's not in there. And it doesn't look to me like he was injured. He grabbed the ball effectively. You know, he bounced off tacklers, made a couple long runs, and just only touched the ball ten times. But, you know, it didn't seem to me. I thought I was disappointed when you look at the stat sheet and you see that C.J. Anderson had two catches and Gurley only had one. I thought Gurley's impact in the passing game was going to have to be on record for them to have a good season, for, for them to beat the Patriots.
1: Michael Lombardi joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show. How would you characterize the performance of Tom Brady?
19: I thought Tom, at times, looked 41 years old in the game. I didn't think he played as well. He wasn't as accurate with the football as he needed to be. He struggled. I think finally in the last drive of the game when they went to 22 personnel and they spread him out, he got more comfortable. Look, take, get, give credit to Wade Phillips. He did a great job of coordinating this defense. He packed the middle of the field, and he dared Brady to throw the ball in the outside quadrant of the field. That's not where Brady wants to throw the ball. That's not where Brady's Hall of Fame career has made its presence felt. Other than the Randy Moss year of 2007, that's not what Tom does. However, that being said, they finally figured out a way to get back to the middle field. Elliott, Edelman caught a couple passes when they repeated a couple plays. And big go, they're down there, and Grock makes the great catch, and they get the first touchdown and the only
1: touchdown. Yeah, help me out. How, how does Edelman keep getting open? Was it, is it that, that, that Wade Phillips as good as he was? It's the, the coverage of his slot corner? Is that the issue?
19: Well, I think when he got to 22 personnel, two backs, two tight ends, that he spread them out. What Josh McDaniels did, he spread them out made them defend the whiff. So it's like a basketball game. you got to go out there and cover people no matter you think they can make the shot or not. And then it opened up the middle of the field so Brady could throw those option routes to Edelman inside. And those are hard to cover. And he did that twice. And Edelman made two big plays in that game. And then the next thing, you know, he's got Gronk down the seam out of the same formation. He anticipated those throws out of 22 as much as he did those throws out of 21, which I think was the key to the
1: game. Michael Lombardi joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I'm not bringing you on because I agree with everything you said, but I agree with everything you said about about Tom Brady. So the question becomes: If you win your first Super Bowl on the backs of a defense and just making enough plays and putting yourself in position, then you win your last. uh, You win another Super Bowl here at 41. Like. I don't know, isn't the handwriting on the wall that you're not going to get younger in the offseason? You may lose Rob Gronkowski. Do you think it's it, it appears that he's going to come back for more? Do you think that's a smart thing for Tom Brady to do?
19: Well, I think, you know, when you're dealing at four, 41 years old, Father times undefeated, you just never know. I mean, I'm not sure anybody can answer that. I, there were times during every game this season that maybe he did look 41, but there was times during every game this season that he looked 25. So I think you just never really can tell that you've got to give it some time. I think they've got to see where they are as a football team. I do think that the Patriots are going to have to address. Brian Hoyer will be a free agent this year. They're going to have to address the backup quarterback situation somehow, some way, to where they feel comfortable with it.
1: Um, Brian Flores is now the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. How much credit should he get for the evolution of that defense?
19: Look, he had the call of the game. I mean, you know, it's, the one thing I love about the NFL is that the offensive coordinators, we can't wait to give them love. We can't wait to give them head coaching jobs. You know, when they make a great call and everybody goes crazy, but when a defensive coach makes a great blitz call, nobody says a word, and that was a great blitz call against Goff. He brought overloaded pressure. Goff threw the ball early because he wanted he didn't want to get hit, which is natural for quarterbacks. I'm not knocking Goff. It was just natural for quarterbacks. That was the play of the game. Gilmore played the play. They knew what the route was going to be and the intercepted the pass. That to me
1: is Uh oh. Did we lose him? Yeah, well, sudden we lost him. That to me was the oh that and then he just gone. All right, we'll see if we can get him back really quickly. Doug Gottlieb, show Fox Sports Radio's Michael Lombardi, former NFL general manager, has that new book, Gridiron Genius. First of all, let's turn to Isaac Lowenkron and find out what else is going on in the world of sports. Isaac, what do you got?
7: Good afternoon, Doug. Adrian Wojnarowski reports that Lakers president Magic Johnson and Pelicans GM Dell Demps had multiple conversations today and that the Lakers have offered a new package for Anthony Davis that includes multiple young players, multiple draft picks, and salary cap relief. Woj also reporting from sources that Davis delivered the Pelicans a list of teams he'd signed with long-term, and that list included the Bucks but not the Celtics. Ironically Wojnowski's company has a stringent policy against leaking information to the media but apparently not against receiving it. Anyway, meanwhile, the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots arrived at TF Green Airport in Providence, Rhode Island a short time ago, minus Brian Flores, who was just officially named the new head coach of the Dolphins, and also minus Tom Brady and Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman who were at Disney World. Earlier, they geeked out at the Star Wars attraction posing with lightsabers and Han Solo robes. Then, at last report, they rode in a parade with Mickey Mouse and led fans in a chant of the number of Patriot Super Bowl victories. Listen. <laughs> Finally, in the NHL, the Arizona Coyotes visit the Dallas Stars at 830 Eastern in tonight's Discover Card key matchup. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Doug, we'll go back to you in 10 seconds. But first, this word from farmers: from a dog
11: accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a
7: joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers.
11: We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
8: We are
18: farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchange and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Doug Gottlieb, show Fox Sports Radio.
1: Michael Lombardi, former general manager, continues to join us. Before we let let you go, Michael, you talked about what the Patriots are going to have to do in the offseason. What about the Rams? Uh, A lot of one-year deals, and now they're into Todd Gurley, long-term huge money. Um, You know, they they have arguably the best defensive lineman in the game, into him for long money. You got golf. you're not changing quarterbacks. What's the offseason look like for the Rams?
19: I mean, I think they've got to make a huge decision. Are they going to extend golf? I mean, I think that's the fundamental question. If you look at golf come playoff time, you know, golf during his regular season in his NFL career averages 8.1 yards per attempt. During the playoffs in his NFL career, he averaged 6.7. It's a huge difference. That's almost a yard and a half. Doesn't throw the ball down the field. They've stifled their offense. I think Sean McVay's got to answer. He's going to say everything positively about Jared Goff, but I think that's a hard question to answer. How will I get better? You know, and they got to figure out this out. Are you paying off $120 million? Are you paying off $200 million? If you are, you better make sure you're damn right about it.
1: Michael, great stuff. You had an absolutely a fantastic season. We really appreciate you spending some time with us. Thanks so much for making us a, a part of your, your, your weekly radio stuff.
19: Thank you, Doug. Appreciate you. Bye bye.
1: M- Michael Lombardi, a former general manager in the NFL, joins us every week here on The Doug Gottlieb Show. Amazing. Really, really remarkable. Uh, I, would, I would agree with, with him in regards to Goff. Look, here's the, here's the part about Goff that has to alarm you. He, he didn't win games in college, and it's not all his fault. But when you see him in big games, he had the one big boy drive la, uh, two weeks ago against the Saints. Take a listen to Sean McVay and what he had to say about Jared Goff after the game.
20: I think is the biggest thing is is just being able to go back and look at the tape and then be able to really you know answer that. But I think the thing that he's going to continue to learn from Vinny is the experience that he's gained and, and what a good job he's done uh, negotiating through some of the things that, that we want to do better, but then also just demonstrating that mental toughness and uh, what an elite competitor he is. And, and you continue to love what he's about. And I think this game will serve as a great opportunity for us to all learn from. You know, I, I know I definitely have a lot to learn from this one. Boy.
1: I mean, and, and I, I like that McVeigh takes all the bullets. I like that McVeigh keeps it positive. And I do believe that guys can improve uh, under duress and under pressure, especially you're only three years into a career. But when you saw him against the Chicago Bears in the regular season, um, when, you, when you saw him at times against the Saints, when you saw him this week, hell, when you saw him against the Eagles. In the playoffs, you sit there going like, "I don't know, right like you got a guy that's a good play call you got guys that are open it's the and and they they confused him, they rattled him, and he wilted under pressure you know i I think it's fair to say at this point, you don't think Jared Goff is good enough like like the the deal with with Brady is, Brady, talent-wise, probably isn't good enough anymore. Right? Like, you won in spite, not because of him. But he's so smart, and he is tough, <clears throat> that the errors he makes are simply because he's 41, and that's what happens when you get older. But, but Goff does not have that sort of toughness and acumen, and if you're lacking it, boy, it, it just exposes all other kinds of uh, things that go with it. There are just guys that are really, really good to a point. And when you hit, when you bump into that ceiling, it gets exposed. It gets exposed. Yes, Ryan Music.
14: So based off of what we saw from the Rams this year, they had plenty of offensive weapons. Now, we know that there are the numbers show that once Cooper Cup was hurt, Goff's numbers went down pretty drastically and they also had a good defense with playmakers. I wouldn't say it was, you know, an, a great defense, but it was a situation where you would think it's a formula for Goff to win. So, if you're the Rams, do you think they can, you know, retool and rebuild this roster around him to where he can, you know, win the game? Like is he almost like a Matt Ryan kind of thing? Like he'll get you there, but chances are at some point he's going to come up short.
1: I think Matt Ryan's better better than him. I mean, you know, like, look, Matt, Matt Ryan played really well at times in the Super Bowl. And do I think Matt Ryan's a top five that he has I, I agree that Matt Ryan bumps in the ceiling. I, I think golf is a step even below that. I do. but yes, Ryan is Matt Ryan is his ceiling. But man, he got rattled last night. He looked, he looked bad last night. He looked like the stage was too big. On the other hand, I I also under I understand if you're not going to use Todd Gurley, any quarterbacks you know you take away the guy's best weapon. I, I don't know what they're doing. They seem to conf- it really seem to confuse Jared Goff though. He didn't know what he was looking at, and uh, you know last year, last year if you remember, they got to the line of scrimmage quickly, so Sean McVay could tell him what he was looking at. This is one of those deals. This is like parenting. That's what it's like. It's like parenting, where you, when your kid doesn't know how to do your home, do their homework, if you help them do it for them, ultimately they're going to get to a place where, one, they're doing math. I don't know if you – like the math now, I have no idea how you do it. But if you do it for them, they're going to get to a place where they don't know how to do it themselves, whereas it's okay if they're going to take some Cs, some Ds, some Fs. They're going to have to go in. They're going to have to get help. They're going to have to learn it. And it didn't feel like Sean McVeigh has been willing to do that. You go back to last year. He read the defense for him. Read the defense for him. Um, all right, I got stuff for you on this Anthony Davis on the new teams that he is that he is uh, he has on his potential wish list. Plus, we got game time upcoming. We'll get to both of those next. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.
10: Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
11: From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
8: We
18: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
1: Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. TrueCar shows what other people paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This just in from Brad Turner, who works for the LA Times. Landed in the update on Lakers-Pelicans talk. Magic Johnson, Dell Dems talked twice today. Per a source, Lakers willing to give Pelicans cap relief for Anthony Davis by taking Solomon Hill for Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, and two first-round picks. Oh, my gosh. If I'm Dell Dems, I just make the trade now. Magic Johnson has no idea what he's doing. That's one of the worst trades I've ever heard of. Like I, let me give you the other update. Oh, which is that uh Anthony Davis has said he'd consider re-signing with the Lakers, the Knicks, the Bucks and the Lakers. The other 3 teams don't have anything good to offer. And Magic just keeps bidding he's doing this thing. There's the I'm Jewish so I can tell this joke. Okay, that's just I just want to point this out. There's the there's there's a famous joke and I may be I may be telling it poorly. Um so I apologize if I'm I'm screwing it up, but it's the old uh uh you know negotiating with a Jewish father which is $50. What do you want $40 for? Why what are you going to buy with $30? I mean, when I was a kid, if I was to get $20, I would freak out about $10. Okay, fine, here's 5, right? That's like the opposite of it. He's doing the Homer Simpson. That's what Magic Johnson's doing. Well, he's negotiating against himself. Let me give you Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. Those are three young starters. Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and Michael Beasley. Stevenson and Beasley, they don't want. They got into it with their head coach, Luke Walton. They're kind of headaches anyway. And two first-round picks. Like, what are you doing? The Clippers and the Knicks. The Knicks have nothing good to offer back in return. Nothing. There's nothing that, you, that they have that you want other than potentially the number one overall pick, which is just potential. The Clippers? What, what do the Clippers have that you really want? Other than potentially cap space. Oh, imagine Johnson keeps negotiating against himself. Wait, wait, what? The Lakers, the, the Clippers, and the Bucks, like, what do the Bucks have to offer him? And they're not giving up Giannis, right? So, who on the Bucks is better than Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Alonzo Ball? There isn't anybody they're willing to offer that's that good. The whole thing was the Celtics because they might offer Jason Tatum. And if they're not going to offer Jason Tatum, then the Lakers package is better. And they're just keep, the Lakers, let's just keep throwing stuff on top of it. We That smells like desperation. Eesh. From the Lakers perspective. When the Pelicans have a depreciating asset. Never forget when you're buying a car. A car is a depreciating asset. It's a depreciating asset. Anytime you buy a car, unless you're buying a classic car, which that's the, the cost is in the upkeep, right? But, but a, a new car, or a new-ish car, a modern car, every the second you drive that car off the lot, it's worth less. And every time you hold on to it, it's worth less. That's what Anthony Davis is. Like, look, if they don't want to trade Anthony Davis now, that's fine. He's going to be worth less in the offseason than he is now. And then if he goes into next year, he's worth even less because he's not going to re-sign with them. Oi. what is Magic doing? Like, he listed three teams that don't have the assets of the Lakers, and the Lakers are going to give up all their assets. What an awful proposal, Del Dempsey doesn't pick back up the phone and make that deal, then he's a bigger idiot than I thought. And I don't think he's an idiot. He's playing this thing smart. This is what LeBron James people do. They make bad trades because they feel like there's a window with LeBron. This is what Cleveland did last year. They did it Twice. They didn't have to trade Kyrie Irving. They could have tried to make it work out. Uh, he didn't want it. Fine. Then you trade him. You give him away for three pieces. Like, yeah, we'll take Isaiah Thomas. What, his hips bad? All right, well, you give, us, give us something else good. We'll take Jay Crowder. Yeah, sure. Jay Crowder, Isaiah Thomas. That'll work. Did that work? No. Then they got to move on. You know, just no patience. No understanding of the market. Oh, my goodness. Right? the Patriots are always building for the future and trading you away a little bit too early instead of a little bit too late. The Lakers are building for the now and trading you too late instead of too early. Where well, they just shouldn't have signed Lance Stevenson and Michael and Michael Beasley. Let's get to a game.
10: game time! This is game time.
14: <laughs> game star.
10: on the doug gottlieb show
1: did you know that tax has been in the industry for over 50 years that they're rated number one in their tax prep software on TrustPilot. that's two big reasons why you should be using tax slayer to slay your taxes this year maximize your refund at tax isaac lowenkron what's the game
7: let's see what we got today doug big deal little deal no deal. All right. As you just mentioned, Brad Turner of the L.A. Times reporting that the Lakers' latest offer for Anthony Davis is taking Solomon Hill for Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, and two first-round picks. And I'm refreshing Twitter. The offer now expanding to include Leonardo DiCaprio, Rodeo Drive, In-N-Out Burger, and Porto's Bakery. Big deal. Deal, little deal, or no deal. This is a big deal. Huge deal. Huge deal.
1: And what'll happen is Magic will walk away going, See, we got our guy. Like, yo, dude, you got to have a basketball team around them. I I get that you're willing to give up Ingram and maybe even Lonzo Ball, but Ball and Kuzma, who's going to be your point guard? Like, literally, who's your point guard? And by the way, has anybody ever asked this question? Does um Anthony Davis and LeBron James actually fit together? Has, has anybody asked that? Right? Like LeBron James always plays with shooters. So he's going to play with a uh, a guy who's a 3-4-5 uh, or a 4-5? Like that one. Wow.
7: Hope, wow. Hope Rich Paul. Hope Rich Paul asked that question as well when he took him on last fall. On to the NFL. Oh, hang on. Oh, now Clayton Kershaw has been included in the deal. Well, I guess he has the arm to be a good shooter from outside. Carson Wentz, Doug, acknowledging that he could be a better teammate in response to that recent article in the Philly Voice that had sources who described him as selfish and egotistical. Carson Wentz and all acknowledging that that article might have had some truth to it. Big deal, little deal, or no deal?
1: I think that's a big deal. I think, like, look, the, the first— When you deny, 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 that's when we're like, oh, okay, you know, there's sources don't just make something up. It doesn't mean that everybody agrees that he was an a hole or that he was some horrible human being. But, you know, like, look, anytime you, you, he went through some stuff. He was going to win the MVP. Somebody else comes in and and wins the Super Bowl MVP and wins the Super Bowl. Maybe he didn't handle it perfectly. I, I, I think it's a big deal to admit some sort of fault. Give me a little bit of something. Say the, say, say the story wasn't. If you say the story was completely false and totally made up, we think you're a liar and we believe the story 100%. If you say there's some truth to it, we start to go like, you know, I'm sure there's some context and we almost give you a pass.
7: Along those lines, the Eagles are expected to franchise tag quarterback Nick Foles and then trade him this offseason. Is that a big deal, little deal, or no deal?
1: That's, a, that's another big deal. Super Bowl MVP, a guy who's capable of being a starting quarterback. Um, let's see what they can get for him. There's talk, though, they can only get a third-round pick for him, which is fascinating because if you try to trade Carson Wentz, you would probably get two first-round picks for him. So to anybody who thinks that Carson Wentz isn't great, isn't as good as, uh, you know, you're worth what the market will bear, and the market would tell you Carson Wentz is a lot
7: better. And speaking of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, is able to avoid off-season knee surgery, telling NFL Network, quote, instead of getting surgery postseason, I decided to kind of go through a different routine with my knee than I've done in the past, and I'm feeling really, really good, unquote. Big deal, little deal, no deal.
1: Um, that's a little deal. Uh, you know, look, we've learned from Ryan Tannehill. When somebody says to get surgery done, you should get it done because eventually your knee is going to give out. But I trust Aaron Rodgers. He knows the Ryan Tannehill deal. Um, I'm sure he's rehabbed it to a point where he feels good about it. But he had a he had a knee problem the entire season after tweaking it in the first week of the year. I, I you know I generally think don't don't fear getting cut, but I, I trust his better judgment. Little deal.
7: The NFL expected to change its recent tradition of having the Super Bowl champions play in the season opening game in prime time on Thursday night. We'll see what Lazarus and Gandelli have to say about that. Is that a big deal, little deal, or no deal? Wait, wait, so who's going to play instead? Not the Patriots, just somebody else. The thinking is it's going to be something along the lines of commemorating the NFL's 100th season, like some of the long-term original teams along the lines Bears, of the Packers. Packers and the Bears. Yeah, not the Portsmouth Spartans or or, or the forerunner of the Canton team, but uh, along those lines, Bears-Packers, yeah. Yeah, Bears-Packers, I get. Bear, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. Uh,
1: that's a uh, little deal.
7: The numbers are in from Super Bowl 53, the lowest television rating overnight in 10 years at 44.9, the lowest rating since Super Bowl 43, which, remember, was that thriller between the Steelers and the Cardinals that was also the final telecast in the Hall of Fame career of John Madden as an analyst, by the way. The Super Bowl hitting a 10-year ratings low, big deal, little deal or no deal. Um, I think it's a big deal. I think you combine Patriots
1: fatigue, Maroon 5 didn't seem to go over all that well. Game was boring, so there was no build up. But, hey, you got to turn this thing on. Um, you know, and the fact that Los Angeles hasn't, hasn't hit yet a little bit too soon to, to make the entire city of angels tune in television wise. I think that's a big deal.
10: That's
1: game, huh? This
10: is game time on the Doug Gottlieb show. I
1: mean, like, look, this is kind of classic negotiating. If you're the Lakers, you got to walk in and be cool about it, you know, be cool about it. Take, take a breath. But instead, they just keep negotiating. Keep. He threw out three other teams. You know. He he threw out three other teams. That don't have the assets the Lakers have. I don't get it. Don't get it at all. From the producers of Avatar comes the ultimate 3D cinematic event of the year. Alita Battle Angel is the story of a young woman who discovers that she is more powerful than she ever imagined. On February 14th, be the first to experience the film. Early audiences are calling an immersive, mind-blowing adventure. Alita Battle Angel in the theaters and IMAX February 14th. I know it. You know it. Okay, We all know it. Right? I know it. You know it. That Tom Brady's 41 years old and he's slowing down. The ball didn't come off great. He threw a pick, had a fumble, could have thrown another couple. Does it matter? I'll tell you what matters next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.
10: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. One o'clock in the west, four o'clock on the east. The Doug Gottlieb Show is proudly brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything. We know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player, help you stay ahead of the game, put their experience in a play at Farmers.com. We
8: are farmers. Oh
1: man. Um How are you on cars? On cars, right? Like. Some people like to run through a car. Guys like to lease cars. You know, you lease them every couple of years. And you always have kind of that new car smell. You always have the new technology, the new gadget thingamajiggy. But what's interesting about cars is oftentimes what creates value in those cars is the fact they don't break down on you or that their tech is... Uh, maybe ahead of the current trends, so that even two or three or four years later, you're not going to be so far behind the times. You're like, look, I just can't do anything with this thing. Don't get me wrong. I thought the best ad from the Super Bowl was the the Mercedes Benz one. Did you guys see that one? Mercedes Benz, where a guy just goes around asking for stuff, and then you know he gets into his Mercedes Benz and he says, you know, play my music, change you know, change colors, or whatever. And the Ben, the new Ben's technology does what he wants it to do. Let's first start out and say that was not a great Super Bowl. That's not one for the ages. It's for the aged, <laughs> right? Tom Brady didn't even play well. He didn't play well, and they win a Super Bowl, not because of, not necessarily in spite of some in spite of, but not because of Tom Brady. I didn't think the commercials were particularly good. Like, what's going on with, with with some of the creatives around the country? I'm actually in Chicago today. I need to go over to Madison Avenue. I need to figure out what's what's going with Chicago. Is this where the uh, some of those creative teams are? How can they not figure out something more interesting or funny? Don't get me wrong. that Not all funny from the past is funny now, and it's really, really hard to not be offensive these days. I've seen people offended that Adam Levine took off his shirt. I was more offended that they brought Big Boy out without Andre 3000. You want to be offended over something from the halftime show? How about the fact that Adam Levine's voice wasn't that good or that you can't have outcasts without Andre 3000? Don't be offended that a dude who's so tatted up you can't even see his nipples displays his nipples. Levine has crossed over into that, dude, really, any tattoo you have now, no one's going to see. Like, you're just going to, if you walked in and go like, hey, I got a new tat, I'll just take your word for it. As, aside from the California cross's belly, there's not much you can pick out there. Uh, let me ask Rhyme Music, did your fiance like, uh, like Adam Levine's performance?
14: Uh, she actually did not. She was very much looking forward to it. Um, but she was very underwhelmed by the halftime yeah. show.
1: Yeah. I, I, well, look, following- She Jessica did, however,
14: she did come to his defense, though, because I was like, man, looks like Adam Levine's been hitting the gym. She was like, he's always been buff. He was the sexiest man in the world. I was like, all right, then. <laughs> little uncomfortable.
1: He's okay. on the list, just so you know. <laughs> she's, he's on the list. He may be in the yeah, pole
14: position. Well, who knows? Yes, he, he may be.
1: Well, I don't know if pole position is actually the word term you want to use when talking about that list-
14: Hello. I think it's uh, what, a pretty All right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, got it. We all got it. We're all nodding. Uh what about you John Ramos? Did your beautiful a pregnant bride enjoy the halftime show?
7: She was extremely excited with Adam Levine, yes. And so was my sister-in-law, and so was all the women in the sports bar we were at when he was up there. So yes, he did not lose any uh any favor with uh, the girls there trust me
1: okay uh my, my wife i don't know i don't know we polled my polled my wife in terms of if she if he, she liked the show she really doesn't didn't like Travis Scott she just thought you know and look my son likes sick my kids like sicko mode and they started doing the uh fortnite dances to it even though they don't play <laughs> we don't actually have fortnite at my house um but, like, the, if you have to be bleeped out three times at the halftime show, like, maybe you should change the lyrics of the song.
14: <laughs> yeah, what was with just, that? Because, like, the first time it happened, it was like, oh, was that just a technical error? And now no, that, it's, it's like, okay, so this is supposed to be the biggest concert in the world for everyone in America to watch. And they're just going to bleep out, like, most of it? Like, yes. it just seems like a really terrible idea. Bleeping it out or cursing? No, just incorporating that entire act.
1: Well, you know what happened, right? I mean, this is pretty obvious what happened was they announced Adam Levine and people were like, all right, what else you got?" This is like when it it happens every time with CBS, by the way. Do you remember the last time we had a bad halftime show? It was (laughs) CBS's CBS's show. So the last time we had a bad halftime was when it was um, Coldplay. All right. And people were like, Coldplay, what else you got? And then they just threw a bunch of other people out there, like just we got. That's exactly what happened because CBS is so conservative, and then you know they, you got to have people that work with Pepsi. You can't have anybody that works with a different drink company. Like there's a lot of, and they got to be. I mean, like, look, I love, I love Outcast. They could have simply done Reunited Outcast. That would have been off-brand, really, for the Super Bowl. I'm not sure that currently they're they're big enough, but uh, you could have sold it as you know the biggest Atlanta hip hop group, rap group, whatever of all time being reunited on stage. I I would have bought that. I I actually don't mind the Adam Levine thing because of of what John Ramos said, which is hey, his wife was into it. Halftime show is not for dudes that listen to sports radio. Sorry, you you were watching the Super Bowl anyway. It's the it's to keep. The girlfriends of Ryan Music, the wives of Gottlieb and Ramos watching up until halftime. That's their singular goal. It's the only reason they exist. we are like, well, maybe they'll change it. No, they won't. Because plenty of women still like Adam Levine. That's why he took off his shirt. And that, by the way, is why they were offended with Janet Jackson showing a nipple. It wasn't a dude in the world It's like, I can't believe she just showed a nipple. Guys are like, can I see the other one? To see if they match? just want to see if they match this is women and kids it's all about demos but i i i also don't like look you, you give a guy a halftime show he's had he's a platinum recording artist he's got a a hit tv show and you're like yeah you're not really good enough let's add some other people and then travis scott re, uh, sings Sicko mode uh, his b- by the way if you're going to have travis scott don't you got to have drake there can't have a song that has Drake and Travis Scott and only bring out Travis Scott. I don't get that. It's like bringing out um, uh, Big Boy not having Andre 3000. Anyway, kind of a bummer on the Super Bowl. But you know it and I know it that Tom Brady's slowing down. And for now, they can win with him. Belichick's better than any coach in NFL history of knowing how to put players in position. But if you go back, you know, to the playoffs in 2017, Brady throws for 4,500 yards in the regular season, 38, 32 TDs, eight interceptions, won the MVP. You know, this year in the playoffs, 953 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, 68 percent completion percentage, getting rid of it quick, dink and dunk, and sixth in quarterback rating. And look, D Ford could have made it four interceptions. The, the, like the regression is right there in front of you. And in and in fairness, last year he lost Brandon Cooks. This year he never had a Cooks. They traded him away, and that's part of what allowed them to have the the assets to acquire you know Sony Michelle in the first round. But just because he won doesn't mean he played great. Just because he's slowing down doesn't mean you get rid of him. I would be very, very cautious, though, of next season and the following one with the Patriots. Like Guys, he's not quite Peyton Manning where they have to drag him to the finish line, but he is not the Tom Brady of old. You're going to have to get him some more weaponry, but you're also going to have to find an heir apparent because the end is, is in fact, near. All right, we got a great hour for you here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. We have just an outstanding show. If you missed any of last week's uh, shows or interviews, we'll tweet some more out. You can follow us on Instagram. It's a good way, at Gottlieb Show or at Gottlieb Show on Twitter. And then, of course, you can uh, uh, download those if you just go to iTunes or go to Fox Sports Radio. Dot com. Valentine's Day is Thursday, February fourteenth. So you got a week and three days. What gifts are you giving for the ones you love? Save four hundred dollars on the half-carat total weight diamond heart pendant. Now only twenty-nine ninety-nine. Show Cupid who's boss this Valentine's Day. Oh, did I say twenty-nine? Sorry, that was a great deal. It's normally four hundred. You save four hundred dollars on a half-carat total weight diamond heart pendant. Now only. $299.99. Sorry, uh, Hellsburg Diamonds. My bad. Show Cupid who's boss this Valentine's Day at Hellsburg Diamonds. Former Patriot quarterback. He quarterbacked them to a Super Bowl and then was a backup when Tom Brady won his first one. Drew Bledsoe joins us. How much longer can Drew, can Tom Brady do it? Honestly, we have to have an honest discussion about it. That's upcoming next. But first, everyone knows Untucket shirts, how Untucket replaced the sloppy smock look, ...of an untucked dress shirt with shirts designed to be worn untucked. A lot of people think that untucked shirts fit so well they must be made for bodies that came out of a magazine. It's untrue. Untucked shirts fit perfectly no matter what your body type. taller guys, shorter guys, thinner guys, wider guys, even long torso guys. The untucked designers have mastered the proportions that determine how shirts fall... For that just right length a neat casual look for all shapes and sizes other brands leave behind. And now Untuck It has just introduced a new relaxed fit option for bigger guys who want that same polished look of Untuck It. Log on to UntuckIt.com. Click check out the latest spring styles using the promo code Doug for 20% off your purchase. Or visit Untuck It at one of their 25, more than 25 retail locations across the country. Regardless of your shape or sizes, all you guys, unsmock yourself, unslop yourself, untuck yourself. Promo code is Doug, untuckit.com, 20% savings.
10: Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe
16: to start listening
11: from a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool we've covered it talk to farmers we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two we
18: are farmers underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state
1: car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price list price and invoice price true car shows what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, it's, it's actually, I knew I was having him on, but I didn't think of it in the moment. Drew Bledsoe's career changed when he was scrambling out of bounds, okay? This is a true... I got I to break. Drew Bledsoe joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Drew, this is, an, uh, this is a true story, okay? My first national radio show I ever hosted, I had a, a scorching hot take of all scorching hot takes that I'm hoping somebody has destroyed the tape. I was filling in for a guy named Todd Wright. He used to do the all-night show at ESPN. So it was the first... A weekend at, of games after September 11th happened, and I flew up from Oklahoma where I was doing some local radio in Oklahoma City, filling in. I still, it was my first year out of college, and I went to a, uh, I went to a sports bar that sold wings called Sliders down the street from ESPN, and we were watching the Patriots play the Jets, and you got hit by Mo Lewis, right? Wasn't that who hit you by Mo Lewis?
21: Yeah, it was Mo Lewis. Yeah, it's great memory. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: All right. So Tom Brady comes in and I go on the radio that night and I was like, Look, Patriots team, I think they're pretty good, but you lose, you know, Drew Bledsoe, potential future Hall of Famer, and you replace him with a six round draft pick, they got no chance this season. Of course I was I I was wrong. But I was watching last night and there was a moment where Jared Goff was scrambling to get out of bounds, and instead of throwing the ball away or sliding, he got hit right as he reached out of bounds, and it reminded me of the Mo Lewis hit. Do you remember the hit I'm talking about?
21: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 do, I do remember the hit. It's not my favorite memory uh, in, in the world, but... Uh, no, 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 me, no, I, I don't mean... It, but, I, it, but then with, uh, I, I, with Goff, when he went out of bounds, yeah, he, he, yeah. he, uh, yeah, he got... Uh, but it was, uh, you know, it wasn't quite the same kind of hit, but... Uh, no, but, I know, yeah, was it, you know but
1: it, was, it wasn't Mo Lewis. Um, okay, let's start with Goff. I do want to get you on Brady and everything, but... Um, They really seem to confuse him. They really seem to rattle him. But, look, you know this sport and that position way better than all of us combined. What did you see from Jared Goff last night?
21: Well, look, you know, you got to realize that that what the the Patriots defense was able to do late in the season, um, you know, it's not a Jared Goff thing. It's a Patriots defense story. Um, You know, the week before, they took the Chiefs offense and held them scoreless in the first half. Um, You know, so it's not... uh, you know you, you look at it he's got pressure on him and he's got no no uh, no separation with any of his receivers downfield uh, man that's hard to play quarterback when when that's the scenario you know when you got when you got time to sit there and you got open guys it's a pretty easy uh, uh position to play uh but uh you know if you got a guy right in your face you got to throw it right now um and uh it, you know there's not a lot of separa- separation around your guys um that's a really really hard thing so it's it's not a jared goff story man he's going to be a really good player for a long time i uh, really like the kid like his game he's smart accurate all those things uh but what the patriots defense was able to do late in the season and in, in the postseason uh, was really remarkable
1: uh, he's the one and only Drew Bledsoe. Check out Doubleback Wines at doubleback.com. It's 2016 vintage releases tomorrow. Today's the day and this week's the day we celebrate another Super Bowl in New England. Uh, fair to say, though, that this was not, you talk about your, your vintage releases tomorrow in 2016. This was not vintage Brady. Uh, How did you think Tom played in all honesty? You know,
21: he, he played well. He, he played within himself. He does what he, you know, what he always does. He's, uh, you know, he's he's got a good team around him, uh, and then he executes. And he's a, he's a, he's an outstanding leader for that team. And, and uh, when the guys are executing around him, he he executes like he always does with with great precision. Um, but, uh, you know, this was not not the game that I, I saw coming. I don't think it was a game that, that anybody saw coming where, you know, you're deep into the game and there's only been, you know, a field goal or two kicked. You know, we I think everybody, or at least I thought, you know, this was going to be one of those games where it was going to come down to the wire. But uh, I thought it was going to be more like in the 20s or 30s rather than in the uh, the single digits.
1: Um, but but there, there were times in which Brady looked 41, right? Like the ball, he got a little confused. That first interception, as as Romo said, like as soon as he saw it, before he threw it, he knew it. That's why it was wobbling. Um, he doesn't the, – the ball sometimes off his hand. Look, when he has time and he's back there and, you know, he can spray it around, he'll still step in and drive throw a football. But there are moments in which he looked 41. I guess the question is how long can we reasonably consider him – to be as effective as he wants to be remembered by.
21: Uh, you know, that's a good question. I, I think it, I think it goes more to what uh, what the team's able to do around him. You know, now that's a really really good defense. I mean, that's I think one of the things that's uh, that's getting lost in, in this uh, in this story is is what a great job the Rams did defensively against the Patriots. You know, they they, they were able to get pressure up the middle. Um, you know, they were able to to really uh, uh, you know stymie the Patriots' offense for the most part throughout the. The game. I I don't think either team had a red zone possession until the fourth quarter. Um, You know, so the Rams defense did a really nice job against them. Um, But uh, you know, the Patriots, as they they they've been known to do year in and year out, they just find a way to do it at the right time.
1: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, yeah. So how do you how do you tell an all time great dude? It's it's time. How do you do that?
21: (laughs) You know, you know. It's what's going on with Tommy. You know, he you You hear him talk about it man he just he just loves to play football and loves to prepare to to uh play football um you know, and I think that he's uh certainly has earned the right to uh to to make that decision on his own uh when that time comes and it It doesn't seem like from uh, anything you see you know with the joy he still plays with and how excited he was after the game, it doesn't seem like he's looking for the door anytime soon. Um, you know, I I I could see him going on for a few years as long as the team continues to play around to play well around him and he doesn't take hits. Um, you know, playing quarterback in the NFL if you're not getting hit, it's not particularly physically taxing. Uh what it is, it's more about your attention to detail and your focus during the week of preparation and all and all of those things that, he, that he's uh, that's made him, you know, just the legendary uh, quarterback that he is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just I I do wonder though as as much as, you know, that guys don't get hit the way they got hit when when you played and he ain't running out of the pocket the way that that you ran in the pocket that faithful day against Mo Lewis. I do wonder when the body stops cooperating. You just don't want I know that Peyton won in his last year, but they had to replace him and even the, the last Super Bowl they kind of had to carry him to the finish line. Like you don't want that for Brady considering how great he's been, do you?
21: No, you don't. But but like I said, man, he's you know the way that it, 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 again, you know, I, look, we can go play catch right now, man, and I'll still light you up. You know, <laughs> I'm almost forty seven. You know, uh, you know, throwing throwing the ball, um, you know that, you know, even if that falls off a little bit, you're going to make up for it with, you know, timing, experience, and accuracy, and all of those things. So, you know, the physical side of it is not what's going to uh, what's going to you know show him the door. It's going to be whether he still has the the desire. Uh, to do all of the little things that it takes, you know, to get to uh, those big Sundays and Mondays. Um, it's not going to be the physical part that tears him down. It's different from other positions. You know, Gronk, for example. You know, you look at him and the wear and tear that, that that he's put on his body in his career. Um, if he decides to retire, you're like, yeah, of course he decided to retire. Look, he's getting just getting annihilated. Uh, but that's not going to be the case for Tommy. It's different from other positions.
1: Doug Gottlieb show Aaron Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Drew Bledsoe. Drew. How does Belichick do it? How does he, or or maybe the better question is why can't others do what Belichick does, which is, hey, adjust the game plan, not just to the personnel of your team, but to the other team. Like, they seem to evolve and change week to week and, obviously, year to year. How is he able to do it? Or maybe more importantly, why can't anyone else seem to copy that style?
21: You know, it's really pretty remarkable, honestly. One of the things that's most amazing in watching the Patriots year in and year out is the improvement over the course of a season, and it happens every year. You know, you look, this defense, um, you know, earlier in the season, they got rung up for 30-plus by the Chiefs um, with all kinds of yards, and they played the Chiefs again, um, you know, what less than two months later and shut them out in the first half and held them down, you know. Um, it's, it's really pretty remarkable to watch what, what Belichick and what his staff does year in and year out, and how they improve over the course of a season and that's the offensive line play early in the year you know they weren't running the ball as well they weren't protecting as well and then they get into the playoffs and you know tommy went through the first couple games in the playoffs without getting touched um and they were running the ball really effectively so it's it's pretty amazing how 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 well they coach their football team and how they continue to improve year in and year out and why other teams you you can't replicate that that's sort of the mystery i mean it's the best coaches in the world, uh, for the most part, coach in the NFL. Uh, but the Patriots seem to be able to separate themselves uh, from everybody else, and they do it every single year. It's really quite amazing.
1: Yeah, it really, really is amazing. Um, how, how does Julian Edelman keep getting open? Right, like you're looking there, and he—he he, he was a quarterback in college. How does how did he keep keep getting open?
21: Well, I mean, I think it's all about the number, really. Um, you know, Doug Number 11 for the Patriots has always been the best athlete on the field, and we all know that. But uh, <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> That's funny. you know, J- 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 Jules, Jules, you, you 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 watch him. Uh number 1, he's a very very smart player. Um, you know, he was a quarterback in college. He understands the game at a at a deeper level than I think some receivers do. Uh he's got great um short area quickness. Uh so he's able to uh, to get separation uh with his quickness. Um, and then they they give him uh, they give him a lot of latitude. Uh, you know, I think that there's some uh, there's some uh, you know some latitude they give him in terms of some option routes and so on, so that he can run to where he's open. Um, but you watch what he does. You know, they're playing man to man coverage, and I think they're trying to get a couple guys on him. But the motion frees him up a little bit. Uh, and then also he just does a great job of understanding leverage and understanding how to beat leverage uh, when it comes to to other covering and man covering him in man to man.
1: It's pretty awesome stuff. Uh okay, can't wait to 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 try some of you can send me one of those two thousand sixteen vintage releases tomorrow. Go to doubleback dot com. That's the famous Doubleback Wines, which of course is owned uh by Drew Bledsoe, who's a four time Pro Bowl or Super Bowl champ, a member of the Patriots Hall of Fame, and uh, a pretty good football analyst in his own right. Drew, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate
21: it. Yeah, Doug, thanks for the time, buddy. Uh, I'll – uh I'll, uh, I'll send you some wine. All you got to do to make that happen is you just go to doubleback.com, and it's got a spot there where you enter your Visa number. Uh, and then uh, you know we'll, 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 we'll run that, and the wine will magically show up on your door just a few short days later. I appreciate no it, co- Doug.
1: No, no comps for Gottlieb because I brought up Mo Lewis. My bad, Drew. Talk to you soon, dude. <laughs> right on. Uh, it's Drew Bledsoe joining us. From the producers of Avatar comes the ultimate 3D cinematic event of the year. Alita: Battle Angel is the story of a young woman who discovers she's more powerful than she ever imagined. On February 14th, be the first to experience the film audiences are calling an, immer- an immersive, mind-blowing adventure. Alita: Battle Angel in theaters and IMAX February 14th. Let's get to Isaac Crying What else is going on in the world of sports? Isaac, what's up?
7: Doug Brad Turner of the L.A. Times reports that the Lakers' latest offer for Anthony Davis consists of Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, and two first-round draft picks. Adrian Wojnarowski reports that Davis has delivered the Pelicans a list of teams he'd sign with long-term and that the list included the Bucks, but not the Celtics. The Super Bowl champion Patriots arrived back at Gillette Stadium a short time ago minus Brian Flores, who was officially named the new head coach of the Dolphins, and also minus Tom Brady and Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman, who are at Disney World where they brandished lightsabers while clad in Han's solo robes at the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge attraction and led a parade along with Mickey Mouse. At last report, Edelman was posing for pictures outside of Sleeping Beauty's castle. Elsewhere, Rams quarterbacks coach Zach Taylor officially named the Bengals head coach today And the Giants have released veteran linebacker Connor Barwin. Back to Doug Gottlieb in 10 seconds, but first, a word from farmers. From a
11: dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
8: We are farmers.
18: Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports
1: Radio. I uh, love my job. I do. I, this is kind of cool. I got to watch, like, my wife was, she's actually, sometimes, you know, when, when you're married, I've been married for 18 and a half years now. So, look, there are just some things that your wife's not going to get about your work. You know, when I tweet out things that I see uh, on during a game, she's like, well, why are you, people are watching the game. I was like, no, Angie, it's a college basketball game. I see something that other people don't see. And, I want to show them. And she's like, well, if they're watching the game, the analyst, Jay Billis, for example, is analyzing it, but they can't hear Jay Billis because a very small portion of percentage of people actually watch those college basketball games. So you're giving it to a different audience. So there's some things about my job she doesn't get, which is cool. It's all right. I actually see the Twitter button as part of my job. But there are other parts of the job which she totally gets. She's like, look, we could go over to so-and-so's house. The Wilson's house, actually, we got invited to. But you wouldn't be able to watch the game. You wouldn't be able to. And I hadn't seen my kids because we were at Super Week all week. Um, yeah. So look, I mean, I I fully understand how she looks at it. And she, she, find, she came around, she's like, guys, we got to watch the game. We can't watch the Puppy Bowl. Dad needs to watch the Super Bowl for work. You want to watch the Puppy Bowl, you go to one of the other TVs. And we had the we had all the other TVs almost all going uh, to to the Super Bowl as well. So I like my job, but I don't always love the arguments and decisions we make. Can we stop with this ridiculous? Clay Travis did this. Other places have done this. Jordan versus Tom Brady. This is among the dumbest things human beings want to do. Is let's compare other sports. I just as dumb. As to compare the UConn women's streak with anything that happens in men's basketball, including the Golden State Warriors, in terms of dominance. Let's do that, why don't we? Let's, let's just let's do that. Let's compare. You can't cross-pollinate sports, let alone cross-pollinate and, and argue college versus pro. Stop it. Cease and desist. Um Yeah, I mean so I, I just I, I gotta I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be candid with you. If I'm gonna be totally, totally candid with you, then I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. This is the dumbest thing human beings can do. If you want to compare Tom Brady in a different era with Joe Montana, cool. You can do that. Joe Montana, four Super Bowls, four Super Bowl MVPs, didn't turn the football over, but didn't play in nine Super Bowls. That in and of itself is a really hard comparison. Really hard comparison. If you want to compare Jordan and LeBron, or Jordan and Kobe, or Magic and any of the, fine. You know, the I just I don't even understand it. Music, do you want me to have that debate that, that in that internal monologue debate <laughs> on radio? Do you think that's good?
14: Uh no, I honestly think even if there is a comparison, I don't even think that it's really all that close. I think Jordan is like the clear cut favorite. Now, maybe it's like the longer he's been retired, the the more folklore he becomes. And maybe we'll get that way with Brady 10 or 15 years down the road. I mean, I think Brady's a great football player. But when you think about Jordan, his you know impact on pop culture, the Jordan brand, he now owns an NBA team. I don't even really think it's all that close. I think Brady's the most successful NFL player of all time. But we associate NFL, te- NFL fandom with teams as opposed to players. And I think Jordan is far and away much larger than Tom Brady will ever be. Hmm. That's interesting. Um I also think there's a certain sense of like I know some people who may have been fans of teams who had to compete against Jordan. Like if you're a diehard jazz fan, I don't I don't think you love Michael Jordan. Oh, but I, disagree with that. I, I, I disagree. think you I think, I think you respect him. Right. But I think with, what I'm saying is there there's a certain sense of like Jordan's almost universally beloved, whereas Tom Brady is anything but that. I mean there you are either. A Brady guy or an anti-Brady Patriots guy, and it doesn't really seem that way with Jordan.
1: Um, it doesn't seem that way now. Yeah, it doesn't seem that way now. Although there was uh, there was some back then, but uh, Jordan literally never lost. He never
14: lost in the finals. He also never missed um, a shot, which was crazy.
1: Yes, he also never missed a shot, which is crazy. I don't know. I just it's it's really that's a hard one for me. This is where I like. I love my job, but if I had to go do a TV show today, and they're like, Come, uh, "We want you. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna compare Jordan versus Tom Brady." Uh, then I'm like, "Okay, so here's what I'm gonna say on TV. That's the dumbest debate ever. Like, no, <laughs> not a dumb debate. People are having it. Clay Travis had it. I'm sorry. I, I love Clay. I think he's a, he he's really good at at stirring stuff up. That's a dumb debate. Nobody in sports actually has that debate." Zero people with a sports IQ actually want to have that debate. Nobody. And when I say sports IQ, people who played sports, people who coached sports for a living, that those people, that's the ones I care about. My credibility to me is with, I'm concerned about with those people. I don't care what fanboy thinks. Fanboy's like, Gottlieb, you're just a jerk because you're arrogant. He's like, no. I'm just being honest with you. you know, one sport has 46 guys. 46 guys. I mean, this is, if you want to compare Tom Brady winning last year, this is uh, last night, then compare it to when Wilt Chamberlain won two championships. The first time he won a championship, he was the best player in the world. The last time he won it with the Lakers, he wasn't, he was like the third or fourth best player in the Lakers. Jerry West and Elgin Baylor were better than he was. The reason that Jordan and LeBron, that discussion is real, is one, there's only five guys. Two, one guy determines way more in terms of who wins and loses. You play offense and defense in basketball. You don't in football. You just don't. And then the reason, you you know, Brady wasn't the best player on his team, let alone the best player on the field, and LeBron's always the best player on his team. And was the best player in most of those NBA finals. And Jordan was always the best player in his team and the best player in the NBA finals. It's just, it's, I don't know why we're comparing it. I just don't think it's just, I don't think it, I don't think it uh, uh, raises the level of conversation. Really? Gottlieb's talking about Jordan versus Brady? Like, eh. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's, uh, when it's game time, have an experienced player come help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are
8: Farmers. Bum, 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 bum,
1: bum. Nick writes, not buying Julie Edelman as a future Hall of Famer. I'll give you my thoughts next.
10: Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
11: From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We
8: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum,
18: Underwritten by farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
1: Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price and invoice price. True Car shows what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports 1. We call it Now. <laughs> <laughs> what does the fox say? Valentine's Day is Thursday, February 14th. What gift are you getting for the one you love? Save $400 on the half-carat, total weight, diamond heart pendant. Now only $299.99. Show Cupid, who's boss, this Valentine's Day at Hellsburg Diamonds. Here's Nick Wright on
20: First Things First
1: earlier today talking about Julian Edelman after he won the Super Bowl
20: MVP. Some influential football people, your pal Adam Schefter, some other people are starting to talk about, is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? That can't start. I I just mentioned Isaac Bruce got 15,000 yards (laughs) and is waiting. And waiting. Right. You retired with – I know it's not about you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it no, up. No, it's even, definitely not about me. But you retired with 130 touchdowns. You waited. We've got receivers that wait. I, Julian Edelman has made the most of his career, and he is a big game player. But let, let's do one of these blind reveals I love so much that I haven't done in quite some time. These two careers – To me, they are remarkably similar. Good. Edelman's got a few more catches. (laughs) The guy on the right has more yards. Edelman, and this is playoffs and regular season combined. Edelman's got 35 touchdowns. Guy on the right has 43. Edelman's got three rings. Guy on the right has two. They both are Super Bowl MVPs. Show me the guy on the right. Santonio. Deion Branch. Oh, Deion Branch. Okay. Deion Branch. Anybody getting that bust ready?
1: Yeah, look, I I think it. I there there is a point that is interesting about the Patriots and Dion Branch and Julian Edelman and and one name not mentioned is Wes Welker, who I I think actually is a Hall of Famer. What Wes Welker, by the way, led the league in receptions uh, three out of five years, and I I believe finished second two other years. I mean, he was unbelievable, and on the most important down in football, third down, he was the best third down wide receiver. Best third down wide receiver in the National Football League. Um so look, I look at it and I and I and I say, Man, Julian Edelman stepping up and making big plays. There is a value in that. Now, do I fall in love with the Schefter He saw Hall of Famer or creeping up in the Hall of Famer discussion? No. Um He's only had a thousand yard receiving twice, but I also think that just the idea of piling stats upon stats is equally just as dumb as it is to say what a guy did in the Super Bowl makes you an MVP is just as stupid to say what a guy did statistically makes him a hall of famer because what does the fuck say because your stats are going to be better are going to be better uh. Better based upon, you know, they're, they're, your stats are going to be better based upon the number of opportunities you get, and you get more opportunities on bad teams because you're behind. That's the, It's the famous, it's why wide receivers are really hard. Calvin Johnson had the greatest single season in the history of the NFL. Ryan music when Calvin Johnson had his great season. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you remember about it?
14: Was that the year... That was the year they didn't win a single game, right?
1: No, no, they they won. That that year they did win.
14: Okay. But they won. He had
1: 1,900 yards. He had caught 122 balls. um, And he averaged 122 yards receiving per game. By the way, Calvin Johnson led the league in receiving yards two consecutive years. That's it. And now now he's a big game hunter. He only caught more than 100 balls that one year. 122 catches. That year, I believe the Detroit Lions won four games.
14: Okay, so I wasn't too far off.
1: <laughs> no, the, your your point was valid. They were four and twelve that year. Right. So anybody, well, like the the correlation, uh, the year before he was actually he was they were good. They won they won ten games. Uh, excuse me, twelve games, and that year he led the league in receiving yards but he only had 96 catches and he had 1,681 yards. But I love that Calvin Johnson is a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer as a three-time, All, uh, three-time All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowler. Wes Welker was a two-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. And people say like, well, Welker's not a Hall of Famer. Why not? Why wouldn't he be? You know, wide, wide receiver is that position that we don't seem to care if you won or if you lost. But again, inside sports, it does matter. Edelman stepping up. He made a great catch last year in the Super Bowl. Do I ever think he was one of the top five wide receiver in the league? No. But he's a guy that you would... He's Kurt Schilling. He's Kurt Schilling. Schill was never the best pitcher in the league. Maybe never a top five, top four pitcher in the league, but... Whatever you think of Kirk Schilling in his politics post baseball, he was a hell of a big game pitcher, man. He was a hell of a big game pitcher. Uh, you know, you know. People remember the catch against was it the Falcons for Edelman? No, was that was that the Falcons? Or was that last year? Yeah, he had the great catch against the Falcons. Yeah, Julio had the Julio actually had the better catch. That's where wins and losses. Julio had the better catch. But because Edelman's team won and Edelman's ability to clutch will catch when it matters. Whereas Welker did have the big drop, even if it was a poorly thrown ball from from Tom Brady. All right. Nick Wright's coming at me on Twitter because I think the Lakers trade is stupid. It's similar to the stupid trade that he he presented. And I said, you'd be the worst GM in the league, which is what I think Magic Johnson would be if he pulls off this trade. It's just it's just too much. The guy has said he wants to be a Laker, and then he threw out some other teams that don't have the assets, so you're going to give them all your assets? Okay. Cool. Sign Carmelo Anthony, too. Your team's going to suck. There's a reason that everybody's had Carmelo. Like, that's what they're doing. They're doing Team LeBron. All right. That's how we want to go. Uh, you know what we're going to do? Hmm. I got something for you. You guys are going to love this. I believe... Last night's game was the perfect embodiment of the Patriots, of the Patriots' story, culminating in Julian Edelman winning the MVP. And he is the perfect person to win the MVP. Or, excuse me, the perfect Patriot to win the MVP. I'll I'll, I'll help you understand next. The Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.
10: Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
1: What up? It's the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm, 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 mm. I think I can actually make sense of the made-up Jordan versus Brady thing. Compare the right guys for you. We'll do so this hour. Um, I said it during the Chiefs game, and I'll say it after the Super Bowl. That's the best coach football team I've ever seen. I don't think they had great personnel, but I think here's what coaching is, okay? Coaching is, can you take my five and beat your five, and then switch and take your five and beat my five? Can you do that? If you can do that, then congrats to you. Congrats to you. If you can't, then yeah, I don't... I don't. Um, can you take my five and beat your five, and vice versa? And that's what he can do, or he can take your his forty six and beat your forty six, and then switch at halftime. They don't have a great team. They don't have guys that people are going to be openly opining to trade for. They got a tight end who used to be great but is long in the tooth, been beaten up. They don't have wide receivers people are like. They have Sonny Michelle who's a good back. Rex Burkhardt who got people like? They got good players. But where is the litany of all pros? Where's the guys? Do they have an Indomican Sue? Do they have an Aaron Donald? Do they have a Todd Gurley? The, the answer is no. The answer is no. They have a Marcus Peters and you know, they have an Aqib Tlaib. Talib. <laughs> It's really remarkable what they've done. That's the best coach football team I've ever seen. And remember, they won the game in spite of the fact that they missed a field goal, makeable field goal, 40-something yarder. Their quarterback threw a pick and fumbled. And they still won. But the, the, the best way to describe why so many people have a problem with the Patriots is the MVP of the game is Julian Edelman. Like, look, Julian Edelman, I'm Jewish. He's the first ever Jewish MVP of the Super Bowl. That's a pretty big thing. Like, what does that have to do with it? Like, look, as a member of the Jewish community, like, that's less than 3% of the population is Jewish. And it's not like we're known for our athletic gifts. Nobody says, like, man, those Jewish guys, they are Crazy athletic. Actually, I don't know if you know this. A matter of fact, I'm pretty sure you don't know this. There was actually a time in the 20s and 30s when people thought that Jewish people were naturally better athletes because of genetics. That actually is a is an honest to goodness story. But that's not what Jewish people are known for now. There is no, like we don't, our stereotypes are, yeah they're, they're good with money. They they're they're in movie, they they like to they're in Hollywood. They own a lot of NBA teams. They don't play in the NBA, but they own a lot of NBA teams. Or NHL teams. Anyway. But Julian Edelman is the perfect embodiment of the Patriots' legacy. Here's a guy who's a seventh round pick. He changed positions to become an NFL player. And he has, whatever you're over-under for what Julian Edelman would achieve as a football player, he has hit the over. He wins another Super Bowl, and this time the Super Bowl MVP. And he just does so in his 30s. Oh, but there is the, he was suspended the first four games for testing positive for PEDs. His The passes he caught were from a quarterback who was a six-round pick. The picture of him is anything, a picture of him at the scouting, co- the draft combine is anything but that of a great athlete. Anything. Um, but he was also suspended for four games for whatever involvement there was with DeFlateGate. And he plays for a coach who is head coach. For nine Super Bowl teams, they've won six Super Bowls, but they're a spy gate. They've been accused of spying on the other teams during the game and during walkthroughs. They've been accused of deflating footballs and destroying their cell phones to stop you from looking up what they've been texting each other. And they've been accused of PEDs. And they've had, look, they've had several. uh, uh, Rob Ninkowski, there's a guy who played well in Super Bowls. He was a PED. He got suspended for PEDs. And and, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm not... I am I'm can't... The way it works for me, and it's the way it works, I think, in life, is you you do a crime, you do the time, and then, you know, if you want to do the probation in your mind, that's fine. But especially when it's not a crime against a woman or against children or against humanity it may be a crime in terms of how we view athletes oh, okay that's more damaging that way here's a super bowl mvp and we're okay with it. we're not okay with him testing positive stories but we don't know what he took he hasn't come out and said what he took he did deny that he did anything wrong but they all deny it but he did do the time even if he did do the crime case closed Tell me there's a more perfect way to have a Super Bowl MVP for the Patriots than Julian Edelman, who missed the first four games with a PED suspension. That's the Patriots. So much of their story is incredibly good and inspiring. Guys making something of themselves, lasting longer than they should, getting the most out of their body, the most out of their team, and overachieving based upon anybody's determination of what was possible in their season for their team and for their career. And yet, there's that fraction of doubt because do they do things the right way? They haven't always. They haven't always. And that makes it extremely hard to root for. You know? The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player to help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We
8: are Farmers. bum,
1: bum, i am okay calling them underdogs. Julian Edelman was an underdog. Take a listen to Bill Belichick talking about how his team evolved.
9: We tried to correct uh, some of the things that we did wrong. Obviously, the 15 penalties at Pittsburgh, it's you not know, going to win many games doing that. These guys, um, they're competitors, and when things don't go well, they take it hard, uh, but they have a resolve to come back and try to fix it and get it right and get it better. You know, We had a couple stretches like that where we really none of us felt good about where we were, but, but we just kept grinding and kept plugging away, and things got better.
1: We just kept grinding, kept plugging away, and things got better. Obviously, that means things weren't always good, right? Things weren't always good. Matter of fact, things were pretty bad. So they weren't a great football team all year, but the idea, this is why I've been always been so against the college system and why I do like the idea of conference champions, conference champions getting a chance to compete for a national championship. Who cares what you do in August or September. What is your team like in December? That's the idea of building a team, getting better and better and better as the season goes on. So. I I, I think he, he's done an incredible job. And yes, I you have to mention that part of the story. And that's the part that takes away from so much good in the story. Going to take it to L.A., we're also going to take you to Boston. We'll react to both. What's going on with Todd Gurley? Where, what happened to Todd Gurley? Is Rob Gronkowski going to come back next year? Take you to the Rams side, take you to the Patriots side. That's what's upcoming next. But first, you know it's not smart? Job boards that make you wait for the right people to apply for your job. You know what is smart? Go into ziprecruiter.com/slash Doug to hire the right person. Unlike job site, other job sites, ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates for you. It's powerful powerful matching technology, scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills, education, and experience, and actively invites them to apply for your job so you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiters ranked number one by employers in the U.S. Um, and that's uh, this rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a 1,000 reviews. You can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Doug, D-O-U-G. Try it for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Doug. It's smart, it's easy, and it finds the right applicants for you and invites them to apply for your job. That's spelled Z-I-P Recruiter. Dot com slash Doug ZipRecruiter dot com slash Doug ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire.
10: Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app.
4: The big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe.
6: Mexico will likely have its first female president.
11: And then you have China.
2: Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
11: From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
8: We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
18: Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
10: This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. True Car shows what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Doug Gottlieb, Show, Fox Sports Radio. We do a national radio show here. We give our opinions based upon how we see the entire landscape. But even if we have laser-like focus living in Los Angeles and covering sports for 15 years, we we, we don't. We don't know as much as the guys who are boots on the ground on a daily basis, or commenting and uh, writing columns on a daily basis. That's why we turn to special help—guys that know more about the individual topics than we could ever hope to know. We got guys everywhere. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's turn to let's let's turn to uh, Vinny Bonsignor. Uh, from the Rams and for the who covers the Rams for the Athletic and AM five seventy LA Sports, uh, Vinny, what's what were the Rams like after the game last night?
12: Uh, devastated. Uh, they understand fully understand that uh, they had a chance. To, they were tied uh, going in the fourth quarter against the best coach and best quarterback of all time, with plenty of chances to win that game, and they they couldn't come up with the play or plays needed to do it, and so that, that that was cause for a devastated locker room that, that understood the role that they played in their own demise. And all credit to Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and they were certainly uh, tipping the cap left and right uh, to, to the game plan that Bill Belichick had in store for them, uh, but also just utter disappointment that they couldn't come up with the answers or the necessary answers, and it didn't really require a lot of them in such a close game and such a low-scoring game, the fact that they couldn't, It's going to hurt for a little while.
1: How much blame uh, goes to the feet of Jared Goff?
12: A lot. And, you know, he he owned up to it uh, completely after that game. Um, You know, I felt going in that he was going to be required, much like he did in the the Saints game. There were, you know, points in games like that where the quarterback has to make three or four big-time plays and big-time throws, and they were there for the making. And that's what was so disappointing for him. He understands that there were plays that were out there to be made in spite of the great game plan that Bill Belichick had for him, in spite of the pressure that he was under, the lack of a running game, uh, and and all of that. There were times in that game where there were open wide receivers or throws that he could have made, has made, and should have made, and didn't make. So a lot of that goes to, to him.
1: Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. What happened to Todd Gurley?
12: It's a great question. And, you know, you hear everyone, you know, from Sean McVay to him say, you know, he's 100%. Well, you know, uh, I I think it's more like he's 100% of the 75% that he probably is. Um, You know, there's just no way that I never felt like he was completely healthy. You don't sit out a month with a knee injury as a running back and just come back and say, oh, yeah, I'm completely 100%. Uh, you know, ready to go. He was good enough to play, and he showed that in the Dallas Cowboy game uh, after sitting out for basically a month. uh, He came back and had over 100 yards in that game in the divisional round playoff, went over the Cowboys, including a 30, 35-yard touchdown run where he just, you know, broke one off right there. But from that point on, from that game on, uh, something hasn't been right with Todd Gurley, and that was indicative in the Saints game, and it was certainly indicative in the game yesterday, a Super Bowl game, where you're having C.J. Anderson start, Series on back-to-back occasions, mm, something's not going on. Something wasn't right with Todd Gurley.
1: All right. So, what's uh, uh, what what are the What's the biggest change we'll see with the Rams next season?
12: I think it's going to be defensively. Uh, they've got decisions to make on Namak and Sue. He's an unrestricted free agent. Dante Fowler Jr. is an unrestricted free agent. Lamarcus Joyner is an unrestricted free agent. The, the the Rams have been very very creative the last few years, moving parts in, moving parts out, trying to you know get everything fit to uh, to fit under the salary cap. To to feel the team that they think can, can make Super Bowl runs. They did that this year. They're going to have to do it again next year. Uh, Roger Saffold, their their left guard, is a free agent at the end of this season, or now, technically. So, um, you know, there's there's going to be some new faces. The team that just landed at LAX and just, Lost over to Thousand Oaks is not going to be the team that we see in OTAs or minicamp or training camp, or certainly when when the curtain uh, comes up on their season next year. So they're going to have to figure it all out again. Uh, they have the core; that's the key. They have Jared Goff, they have Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, Aaron Donald. Uh, that's the core that they feel like they want to build around for the foreseeable future. It's just going to be making you know bringing in the right pieces, drafting the right guys to be able to supplement those guys in order to be able to get right back here next year, which they're fully capable of doing, and this time, for their sake, trying to close the deal this time.
1: Vinny Bonsignor from the Rams uh, covers the Rams for the Athletic and AM570 Sports. Vinny, thanks so much for joining us.
10: All right. Have a good one. Take care, I got a guy.
1: Let's go to Boston. Dan Shaughnessy joins us, uh, columnist for the Boston Globe. Dan, how, how did you characterize how Tom Brady played?
13: Well, he didn't play very well. I mean, that was like a C, C-minus for him. But, uh, you know, when they needed something to happen with, I don't know, 949 left, he took them, what was it, started at the 31, 69 yards in five plays and he hit four straight passes. There was no adjustment by the Rams. They played the same coverage and they ran the same play. And uh, and then he ends up with, you know, hitting Gronk with a 25-yard, he feathered one over the coverage there. They end up at the two and they get the touchdown, the game's over. So he he stood up when he had to do it, and that's the sixth time he has done that in either you know fourth quarter or overtime. And uh here we are again. So he's a winner, and uh, that was just that was impressive on a night when not much was working for him uh, offensively.
1: I I would agree on on all accounts, right? He wasn't particularly good most of the game, he was good when he needed to be good, and it was good enough to win that game. Uh, it was a virtuoso by the defense. How much yeah. credit does Belichick deserve? How much credit does Flores deserve?
13: I don't know how they divvy that up. You know, the the assistants don't talk much here. The coordinators, whatever. So, and he's on his way to being head coach of the Dolphins. So good for him. But uh, I mean, you know, Patricia's defense last year couldn't couldn't get the Eagles off the field, and it uh, was a no punt game. So I think that you got to say, you know, that was that was pretty good, especially a team that you know average Rams averaged thirty three points a game had that. You know, epic weeknight game with a 51 points against the Chiefs and all that stuff. So it was uh, it was a smackdown, and Mc McVay owned it. But uh, yeah, the Pats totally you know took their pants down as they as they often do with uh, with uh, neophyte
19: coaches.
1: Pretty pretty remarkable to watch. Dan Shaughnessy joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show. I, I, Tom Brady has said he is coming back, but should he come back?
13: You know, it was good in a way that he kind of you know. Threw that threw that down at the start of the week, so that there was no ambiguity. And, you know, everybody's still asking about Gronk after the game last night, and that's still in play. And obviously, it makes sense. But yeah, it would have been okay with me if he left it ambiguous and after the game said, "That's it." I mean, why would you keep playing? I, I think that you know, he, two things: he wants to, you know, promote the TB12 brand and demonstrate he can play quarterback into his mid forties. Uh, you know, and break the mold there, and I think he's a little bit beholden to Bob Kraft, who you know ordered the the trading of Jimmy Garoppolo to the Niners to uh, take away the the threat. And you know, they weren't going to spend fifty million dollars for the position. But you know, if you if you bail a year after that, uh, you're kind of leaving them with nothing because I mean they have Brian Hoyer as the backup, and there's no there's no succession plan. Tom outlived the succession plan, and now I think he feels obligated to uh, to stay with him.
1: Um, is it? I I propose that Edelman is the perfect patriot to win MVP. Right? I mean, here's a guy that seventh round pick changes position. Everything about the story is unbelievable. Oh, but I got to mention that he was suspended first four games for PEDs. Much like Tom Brady, everything about the story is unbelievable, except for the deflated footballs. And Bill Belichick, everything about the story is amazing, except for Spygate. Doesn't Edelman become just the latest in the, he's the perfect Patriot, because there's so much good, but there is that, wait a second, is this all on the up and up?
13: Right, I think it supports that narrative of of uh, people around the country who you know, don't like him because they win so much, don't like him because they got caught cheating. And uh, that they they push the envelope. So I think yes, everything you say, Doug, is true. Having Edelman as the MVP in the year in which he got popped for four games, it sort of supports that that theory. And you know, if you want to <laughs> run with that, you certainly got some ammo to 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 go with.
1: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so look, I've always viewed Boston as a Red Sox town probably first, maybe Celtics town first, Red Sox town, and then, you know, now all of a sudden Patriots have become a thing. But most people were, huh? Am I wrong?
13: No, they are a big thing. They are so far ahead of all the others right now. And the Red Sox just won the World Series. But, you know, shows like your show and, and, you know, we have two uh, 24-7 sports radio shows here and, couple of TV uh, local programmers as well, and the Patriots just dominate. They are the talking point, you know, 12 months a year. It is a football town now. I mean, you know, obviously the history is, is baseball, and the Bruins to a degree, and the Celtics had all that success, and the Patriots were number four by a long shot pretty much up until Parcells got here in the early mid nineties. And, uh, since that time it has grown. And now you've got, you know, you play a Super Bowl 11 mile, 1100 miles from home and, and
1: they take it over. Was, the it place. was like a packed house. It was like a packed house. Yeah. I mean, I, but yeah. I don't remember like, look, you've been to what, all nine of them, right? That, yep. Is that, yes. is that the first time or has there been another time when they've it dominated was the, the attack?
13: No, nothing like, nothing like that. I mean, again, and it's it helped to have, you know, a, a fan base that doesn't exist on the other side. You know, three thousand miles from home, and and you know, I mean, the the TV ratings in L.A. were greater for the Patriots AFC Championship than for the Rams NFC Championship. I mean, and and last night, I think their market was less than the the average. It's just they just ha- they are homeless, and uh, it, you know, they've only been there three years since the twenty-three year hiatus, and and it's just you know, L.A. professional football. I don't have to tell you, it's just I, you know, the, honestly,
1: they, Dan, Dan, I I, I listen. I don't know about Boston. That's obvious by you pointing out how big it is. I will tell people who think that, that in L.A., uh, it's not a football town. It is a Raider town. It has been a Raider town since the Raiders came here. It is still a Raider town. You watch the Raiders' numbers, if they get good, even in mm-hmm. Vegas, in L.A., will dwarf that of the Rams and the Chargers. It is a Raider. I I can't explain it, but, I, I, but that's what it is. It's a Raider town.
13: I believe you 100%. Uh, If you're going to have a pro team, it it happens to be the one. And, you know, they spent some time there, as we know. But, yeah, uh, it's just this thing hasn't caught on there. and It allowed the Patriots people to just take over. I mean, you can't do that when you're playing the Eagles in the Super Bowl, you know, because it's a rare thing for them, and they love their team, and they show up, and, and they fight back. But there was no pushback last night in Atlanta. It was strictly, you know, Patriot Nation and nobody else.
1: Great stuff, Dan. Thanks so much for joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
13: Take care, man. So you needed a guy.
1: I'm a point guard.
13: We
10: got you a guy.
1: Well, it's Dan Shaughnessy from the Boston Globe. Valentine's Day is Thursday, February 14th. What gift are you getting for the one that you love? Save four hundred dollars on the half-carat total weight diamond heart pendant now only twenty two ninety-nine ninety nine. So just less than three hundred dollars. Uh, show Cupid who's boss this Valentine's Day at Hellsberg Diamonds. Let's check in with Isaac Lowenkron. Isaac, what
7: do you got? Doug. Buckle up, because this ride is going to have some unexpected twists. Brad Turner of the LA Times reported earlier today that the Lakers' latest offer for Anthony Davis consists of Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, and two first-round picks. Adrian Wojnarowski reports that Davis delivered the Pelicans a list of teams he had signed with long-term and that the list included the Bucks, but not the Celtics. The story then... Officially became a circus because within the last several minutes, LeVar Ball has weighed in, telling reporter Om Yongmisuk a short time ago, quote, we want to be in L.A., but if he's traded, I don't want Lonzo in New Orleans. Phoenix is the best fit for him, and I am going to speak it into existence, unquote. This development on the exact same day, and I'm not making this up, that big baller brand water Imported from Lithuania, of all places, is debuting at Southern California grocery stores, the label in Lakers purple and gold colors. NFL Nielsen says that the telecast of Super Bowl 53 drew 100.7 million viewers down about 3 million from last year's Super Bowl and the lowest in Super Bowl 43 between the Steelers and the Cardinals 10 years ago. Back to Doug Gottlieb in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers.
11: From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We
18: are Farmers. bum, 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 bum. bum. Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm, 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 mm. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Never shop hungry. That's a big... When I, I pass down lessons to my son, it's never shop hungry. Never shop hungry. You know what that means? Making deals when you're desperate, you never end up with the best deal. Have you ever gone into a restaurant when you're just starved? You're like, man, I could eat off a finger. And you walk away going, that was the best shawarma I've ever had. You don't even like shawarma. I don't even know what's in shawarma. I definitely can't spell shawarma, but it's delicious. And then you get your wife and you get your friends And you go, hey, you guys want to go have some shawarma tonight? They're like, you know, we hadn't really thought of shawarma, but if you swear by it, it's the best shawarma I've ever had. And now this time you're not starved. You sit down and you realize the place isn't that clean. The food isn't that good. The service isn't that polite. And you're like, wow, that's a bummer. You ever go shopping when you're hungry? I mean, every aisle it's like, oh, I can make that. I can make that. I can make that. That's what I did yesterday. Yesterday, I went shopping hungry. I was, We are getting ready. We decided, you know, we've been invited over to go to people's houses. But um, but to be honest with you, to be candid with you, I hadn't seen my kids. So we just wanted to watch games. Let's just watch the games. Cook a bunch of food. And I came home. My wife's like, what is all this stuff? I go, well, you know, it's really hungry. Yeah, but you got raspberries and you got stuff for guacamole, but you didn't get chips and you got steak and you got chicken wings. What are you doing here? I was like, I was just hungry. I just got things that I like. You're like, yeah, but it has to kind of go together, right? Like if you want to have guac, you got to have chips and then you got to have some sort of queso and maybe we make some Mexican fare. I was like, do we have to? Look, it all end up working out. I'm looking at the L.A. Lakers. And his latest trade proposal, which is um, Michael Beasley, who nobody really wants. It's an expiring contract. Rajon Rondo, who the Pelicans shouldn't have let go, but it's an expiring contract. Kyle Kuzma, who I think is the most talented of the young Lakers. Brandon Ingram uh, and Lonzo Ball and two first-round picks. Wow, that's a lot. That's shopping hungry. And and this is what's happened, is you're getting towards the end of the season. You had a little kerfuffle between Luke and a couple of the players this past weekend. Lance and um, Beasley, and reportedly Josh Hart, said something about playing time and rotations after they gave up a big fourth quarter run and lost to the Warriors. And they didn't get Paul George. They couldn't even get a meeting with Paul George. Kawhi Leonard's made it obvious he doesn't want to come. Kevin Durant's an upcoming free agent. He said he doesn't want a part of the circus. I don't care if Kyrie Irving called to apologize for how he acted. He doesn't want to play with LeBron and he's a free agent this season. So Lakers are sitting there going, we got LeBron for three more, three more years. We got to get this done now. We gotta make this chicken now. We gotta make the steak now. It's got a born on day. It's gonna be bad by the time we cook it if we wait. Let's just do it. We let's just they went shopping hungry. I've heard people say, well, Dell Dems holds the cards. No, he doesn't. The cards he wants, he wants Jason Tatum from the Celtics. The Celtics cannot trade for Anthony Davis until the season expires, till Kyrie Irving re-signs as a free agent, which they don't know is gonna happen. Don't know what's going to happen. So there's nothing else the Celtics have that they particularly desire. I like You'd much rather have Lonzo Ball than Terry Rozier. You'd much rather have Brandon Ingram than probably Jalen Brown. But the, because they, they're desperate times calls for desperate measures, and Nick Wright can tell me, oh, you don't know the value. Yes, I do. I know they're overpaying. Like, everyone knows that Magic Johnson is a sucker here because this was his baby, and he's going to have to fix it. And this is the Lakers going, see, we told you we would get you two superstars. Y- yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're going to completely shed the team of any young talent. What are you going to add? Who's your point guard? Well, I guess LeBron becomes your point guard, but who guards the point guard? Like, think about what's left on their roster. Uh, Okay, I get KCP will remain, and then they'll sign somebody with KCP's number in the off season. Hey, what do you got there, rhyme music?
14: Are we so sure that the Celtics are going to be all in on trading for Anthony Davis in the offseason? Like, it seems obvious now because the Celtics, who we all thought were just going to, you know, oh, Kyrie Irving's back, Gordon Hayward's back, they're just going to dominate the East. And it's been a bit of a rough season for them so far. But let's just say things get right and they make a run into the playoffs. I mean you know into the nba finals maybe they come up short against the warriors whatever the case may be but all of a sudden are they going to be ready to just trade the whole farm and and just to get anthony davis maybe they look at that situation and go you know maybe we don't want to give up jason tatum you know i think everyone's just assuming at this point like oh yeah well you know once the summer comes around then the celtics are in on this and there's a lot of factors at play that would say that they could sort of leave the pelicans at the altar if you will
1: yeah, look, I I, I yeah, we that's that's why the Pelicans are not uh, on nearly as firm a ground as um as people believe, right? Like, do I think this do the Celtics want Anthony Davis? Yes. But the fact that Anthony Davis's dad says he doesn't want to resign there and he wasn't on the list, that drives down his value. That that was that, this is all intentional. It's all intentional to drive down the ridiculous asking price. I I just don't understand what the Lakers are doing. I don't I don't understand it. I think that Lonzo Ball is gonna be a good player. I think Brandon Ingram is a pretty good player. I think Kyle Kuzma is a really good player. Are they all there yet? Like no. No. But I, I don't know what, what your what you think your options are in terms of putting together a team. Like they were building towards something that was really good. They've been very good defensively. And when you shed younger players, you get older legs. And it's not like you're getting shooting. I, I don't I don't get it. But yes, there's nothing this is this is why you don't transfer out mid right? Because you don't know there's still a lot of a lot of ball game left. Celtics don't know how their season will end. Maybe it ends disappointing and Kyrie wants out. Maybe it ends great and they want to keep it as is. Or maybe they come up short and they decide they want to go after Anthony Davis because he's the last guy to to go after. Maybe. Like the Monkey Bucks think they're really good. Really good. I just, I don't understand how they think this is going to work. In, in, in the, this year will officially become a wasted year if they do this. You have LeBron, you have Anthony Davis, and you have what, Zubach. They have three centers that can't shoot. So now Anthony Davis is going to play four. Now you have no shooting and no point guard. Outside of that, you got a great team. It doesn't make any sense to me. One star NFL receiver, in the, one star wide receiver in the NFL, does not want to play with Tom Brady. Find out who next.
10: Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, three PM Pacific.
11: From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum 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 bum. bum.
18: Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Car shopping can be
1: confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice price. TrueCar shows what other people paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price. When you are ready to buy a new or used car, visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Steve Kerr was just asked about uh, the Super Bowl. "Quote: It gets old watching the same team win the thing." Sorry, was that really arrogant? Wasn't it? It's kind of fun to say that. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's good. Doug Gottlieb, Show Fox Sports Radio. I'll be uh, guest uh, co-hosting the Dan Patrick Show early tomorrow morning with Chris Broussard. In the meantime, oh, Rick, Rick Bucher is going to join us. Daniel Jeremiah is going to join us tomorrow morning as well. Let's, uh, let's get to the press. The Press. From the producers of Avatar comes the ultimate 3D cinematic event of the year, Alita. Battle Angel is the story of a young woman who discovers that she's more powerful than she ever imagined on February 14th. Be the first to experience the film early audiences are calling immersive, mind-blowing adventure. Alita Battle Angel in theaters and IMAX February 14th. Isaac Lohenkron, give me the press.
7: Doug, we begin with Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott and his relationship with receiver Amari Cooper as it relates to the new Super Bowl champions. Amari Cooper was asked by NESN, which is a TV network in the New England area, if he could imagine playing with Patriots quarterback Tom Brady. Cooper's response was, "No, I don't want to play with Tom Brady. I want to beat Tom Brady." I want to play with Dak Prescott, and I believe that we can get the job done. Unquote. Well, he didn't have the opportunity to play with Tom
1: Brady, so it doesn't matter, right? I mean, so I mean, that's like Dak Prescott. Do you want to be the next quarterback of the Patriots? Like, no, I would much rather be in Dallas it's because he's not leaving Dallas anytime soon. So I, you know, what do you say? think? Think if he said the opposite. Think if he said the
7: opposite. If we were playing basically big deal, little deal, and no deal, what he said would be... No deal, no deal, but the opposite would be big deal. Speaking yes. of the Patriots, they have a really cool and in-depth official channel on YouTube. It has all sorts of fantastic behind-the-scenes, all-access videos taking you into the team meeting rooms, the team hotel, in-depth X's and O segment with Bill Belichick where he actually shows some personality. Well, guess what? Overnight, The New England Patriots official YouTube channel was terminated by YouTube due to, quote, multiple or severe violations of YouTube's policy against spam, deceptive practices and misleading content or other terms of service violations. Unquote. Could this be another Patriots scandal? Anything else? Could be.
1: Could be. Don't think it is, but I don't know. Uh... I will tell you that uh, the YouTube channel is pretty cool, so it's kind of interesting.
9: <laughs> it's already been addressed.
7: Yeah, it's already been addressed by a cyber squatter from Singapore who has overtaken the URL for the Patriots' side and has posted such scintillating videos as Alia's birthday and police dinner and dance with a whopping 15 subscribers. The next two items, Dolphins-related. They officially named Patriots assistant Brian Flores their next head coach today. Then after the introductory news conference, GM Chris Greer speaking to reporters about the future of quarterback Ryan Tannehill, and he says they there has been no determination made about Tannehill's future as of right now. Uh, that means it's going to depend
1: on who's available in the dra- what they what they like draft prospect wise and who's available in the open market or do they want to make a trade? But I I, I guarantee there's been a determination made. They just I'm not going to say it at a press conference, right?
7: Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure, that was addressed a long, long time ago. Meanwhile, speaking of head coaches who were coaching in the Super Bowl yesterday. Today, the Cincinnati Bengals named Zach Taylor, Rams quarterback coach, as their new head coach. Yeah, and Cincinnati. it's kind of the position where the hire is not as highly thought of as Brian Flores is as a result of what happened yesterday, I suppose. But therefore, there you have it. Zach was introduced today.
1: I, I would actually look I, I actually look at it a different way. They were able to get a lot of mileage out of Jared Goff, who everyone had questions about coming out when he went number one overall. Those questions have been... Um like I I think people's analysis of Jared Goff were really accurate coming out. He obviously played an awful offensive system early in his early in his career's first year and then they were able they they've been able to get more out of him than they than he probably knew he had in him. They got this Super Bowl with Jared Goff. I actually think that's the makings of a really good quarterback coach and if you can translate that to your new quarterback, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We just kind of hit
7: the wall. And finally, always a source of wisdom for the crazy society and world of sports that we live in. Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr asked about the Super Bowl earlier today, responded, and I quote, it just gets old watching the same team win the whole thing. Sorry, that was really arrogant, wasn't it? It was kind of fun to say that, unquote. I said at the start, that's a pretty good zinger, man. Excellent
1: work by Steve Kerr.
12: Out there and press. That was the press. Steph Gotti.
1: Steph Gotti. Steph Gotti. I love that Lavar says he, he wants to. Um, Lavar says uh, he's going to speak it into happening, right? Speak it into existence and go for it. See how that works out for you. I'll be on the call of Northwestern Penn State. That's a barn burner, as we call it in college basketball. Absolute barn burner. Uh, did you see over the weekend that Virginia Tech held NC State to 24 points? And it's funny, there's lots of guys making fun of that Vanderbilt-Tennessee uh, faux highlight where nobody can make an easy shot in women's basketball. Meanwhile, NC State, State scored 24 points. twenty 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 four points. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, do you like Iowa State tonight? Do you like Virginia Tech tonight? Do you like Texas Tech tonight? That's one road and uh, two home favorites tonight. All faves tonight, I'll send some, uh, some picks out. At Gottlieb Show is the Twitter handle. It feels, like we're, it feels like we should be close to the Pelicans making a deal, unless the Pelicans think they're going to get Jason Tatum, which is the ultimate roll of the dice. Let the record state that if the proposed trade by the Lakers is the one that they make, I don't think Magic knows what he's doing. I think that's too much. And if the Pelicans pass on it, well, that only proves that Dell Demps is going to overplay his hand, which happens. It happens. Happens often. Happened in Goodwill Hunting, so it can happen. No, uh, no, rounders. Happened in rounders. Rounders, that was the movie. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.
10: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen
19: live.